Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 944, 16 till 10. Tommy Tucker, WWL. We talked with Mike Strain about this first time. I think it'll be a couple of years ago about chronic wasting disease as it relates to deer. And here to help us talk more about it is um, Kristen Schuler, director of the Cornell Wildlife Health Lab. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm okay. Tell me about this chronic wasting disease in deer. Yeah, it is a fatal disease in deer that has been expanding across the country. And unfortunately, Louisiana is uh, one of the states that's included in that tally. Tell me what it does to deer, and then is it a threat to humans? Yeah, that, that's a, those are good questions. So in deer, it causes holes to form in their brain. So it takes a, a long time, uh, and so they might look perfectly normal. And then about a year or two later after they're infected, they end up um, sort of losing weight, uh, drooling, ending up in strange places if they don't get killed by a, a hunter or predator or car before that. So... It's um, caused by an abnormal protein called a prion, Mm -hmm. and that is different than a bacteria or a virus. And there are are similar diseases like um, this in people and in other animals, the most famous of which is mad cow disease. But we're fortunate that thus far there haven't been any human cases associated with chronic wasting disease. Does that mean it can't? Well, I guess how would it get? to human beings, would it be through eating deer meat? Would it be through um, droppings or something else that a deer touches or petting a deer or something like that? How, how would a human get it? It would, it would most likely be from eating an infected deer, and that's why the Centers for Disease Control recommend that nobody knowingly consume a CWD-positive deer. So if you're hunting in an area where CWD has been identified, making sure that you get that deer tested. And then if it does test positive, letting you know the state wildlife agency know about it so it can be disposed of, of properly. And how would you know if you had taken a deer that had chronic wasting disease? You have to get it tested. Unfortunately, there's no real telltale signs for this disease. It, it's just a deer, you know, that may look perfectly normal. That's how most hunters are surprised to learn that their deer had CWD. But uh, the state does testing for it um, on different tissues. So either uh, the lymph nodes, you know, sort of those things that the doctor feels for under your chin or certain parts of the brain. So really you just have to cut off the head and, and find out where a, a nearby testing uh, drop off or, or lab is. So anybody, I don't know where we are in hunting season. I'm a golfer, not a hunter. But so anybody that takes a deer should have this tested before they eat any of it, any deer? Uh, Well, it depends if it's an area where CWD has been identified. Uh, So state wildlife agencies are out there looking for it and have, you know, designed plans for how many deer they need to sample. Uh, There's some 
places where if you're a hunter and you're concerned about it, you can get your deer tested. You can pay for the testing, but a lot of states do this testing for free. So um, ideally, if you're concerned about it, you can get your animal tested. But if you're not in an area that's known to have CWD um, and there's no program for it, you can, you can find one yourself or, or then, you know, it's less of a, an issue. And how how narrowly can they they trace these areas? Is it by state? Is it by a region within a state? Yeah, it, it depends. So usually they'll end up with a, some sort of disease management area that is um, sort of reasonably defined for where they think the disease might be occurring, and that's where they're doing more intensive surveillance and encouraging hunters to get their animals tested. So can this jump to other species, and does this have anything to do with, what were we talking about, zombie raccoons or something like that not too long ago? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. No, weren't they talking about that? Uh, yeah, everybody everybody seems to be hot on zombies <laughs> these yeah. days. So, you know, even chronic wasting disease has been called zombie deer disease, which isn't really accurate. You know, the deer aren't coming for your brains or anything. Right. It's just that they get holes in their brain. Um, so as far as, uh, you know, defining where it is, it, there's um, planning that the, the state does to try to figure out the most likely areas and um, – you know, prioritize those for sampling. So hunters just really need to pay attention to the regulations and check where, you know, they're going to hunt, see what the rules are for, for taking their harvest out of particular areas, um, depending on where they live and where they're going. And, and if a person were to contact this or, or other animals, are there ways to treat this or not? What is it? A, um, nope. It's, a, it's caused by a prion. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's, universally fatal. So there's different uh, prion diseases that humans can get as well. And unfortunately, there's no treatment for them either. So it's what not... What would an example of that be? Uh, so there's uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease is one that occurs uh, spontaneously in humans. But the kind of biggest one that people paid attention to was when mad cow was in uh, the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. and then there were about 230 or so people that ended up with a variant of mad cow. And so it doesn't look like chronic wasting disease can jump the species barrier into people, but we just want to be cautious about it. Wow. Okay. Any, and uh, just something else to worry about. Thank you. I appreciate that because, you know, Lord knows my plate wasn't full enough. I'm just kidding. Well, you're, yeah, you're not a hunter, so... Knowledge uh, is power, you know, you right? shouldn't... <laughs> That's a good question, though. If you're not a hunter, do you really have nothing to worry about here? Well, I think um, the biggest thing is to know that the the best opportunity to control this disease is right when you first find it. So new areas where the first case is detected, uh, the best management tool we have is to go in and reduce the deer density. And a lot of people feel badly for the deer. You know, they don't want to see them killed, but if you don't sort of decrease that deer density right away, you can't, you don't have other mechanisms to stop transmission. So by sort of knocking the deer population down for a few years, right at the very beginning, 
you may stop the disease. And that's what we were able to do in New York. Um, but people don't, you know, they're, they're not thinking about sort of the long-term goal is having healthy deer. They're, they're thinking about, well, it's sad that these deer are being killed. So I guess understanding, you know, the, the management reasons for doing it, that it's not, you know, nobody wants to get rid of deer. They want hunters to keep hunting. They want, you know, there to be healthy deer, but this is sort of the It's about the serving the larger, action. saving yeah, the larger exactly. population, right? Mm-hmm. So right. a parent texted in, I think it's a good question, about petting zoos. Any concerns here or not? It's because no, you got to eat the meat, right? Yeah, the, the prions, um, you know, aren't really transmitted in any way other than orally. So if for any disease, really, if you're going to something like a petting zoo, it's a good idea, you know, after, you know, petting the animals, feeding them, just make sure everybody washes their hands. Kristen, so, you know, you're not going to believe this, but I honestly didn't realize that zombies came after your brains until you told me that. I, I knew they came <laughs> back from the dead, but I didn't know their goal was to come after your brain. So you taught me that Well, as that, well. I mean, maybe, yeah. I, I'm not as familiar with zombies, yeah. maybe, as some other people. But, yeah, the, the, these deer are not coming back from the dead. Um, they die, and unfortunately, we don't have any mechanism to treat them. So really just uh, making sure that you're... Hunters are following the regulations and not moving animals or their parts around that could take the prions with them. Thank you, Kristen. I appreciate your time. Dr. Schuler, I guess, director of the Cornell Health Lab, thank you so much. I appreciate your time and the info. Absolutely. Have a good day. Kristen Schuler, director of the Cornell Wildlife Health Lab. We'll take a break, find out what Noel Norman's got planned for us today when we come back on WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.